holiday season. Yes, we have entered the NBA Finals, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy King Known, man. It's King Known Uncensored. The King definitely be knowing some shit, but goddamn, wow. This was what you call momentum. Momentum is everything, especially when you're on the biggest stage possible and Al Horford let me tell you something man this is an example of a nigga that really really wants it Steph Curry an example of a nigga that really wants it because this is Al Horford's first time in the finals and obviously he wants that ring He's been in the league 16 years. Steph Curry. Let me tell you something. Steph Curry has had a lot of scrutiny throughout his whole entire career. He's had that zero finals MVPs over his head. He's had, you know, oh, he doesn't do anything in the finals. He had KD. Oh, he's nothing without Clay. Oh, Draymond's the leader of the team. He hears you. Y'all motherfuckers on TV. Y'all fuck niggas on the internet. He hears all of this shit. 
And he channeled that energy into this performance tonight. That's what he did. And he took no shorts and no losses. But however, the Boston Celtics had a magical fourth quarter run that Golden State just could not recover from. And so the Boston Celtics ended up shocking the Golden State Warriors at home 120 to 108. My question is, how the fuck Golden State get home court? That's what I want to know. Like, did they have a better record or did they own the season series? I don't know. But whatever, right? 120 to 108. Um, It started out just fine with Steph Curry shooting himself damn near out of his shoes. Literally. I mean, this performance right here, like... This shut a lot of Steph Curry haters up. But then they're going to counter with, why didn't he finish the game? Well, a lot of people are criticizing Steve Kerr tonight. A lot of people like that I, that I watch, the whole internet. And I'm going to say that this. I honestly think Steph Curry should have played the whole entire game. As hot as he was. This man hit... seven three-pointers and he played 38 minutes and 15 seconds I think Steph Curry should have played 42 to 44 minutes tonight and I think that Steve Kerr will learn from that mistake because first of all this really makes the Warriors look bad tonight because Jason Tatum shot three of 17 had 12 points and still lost by 12 points that's not a good sign however it's been a whole playoff run of blowouts in every series I definitely expect Golden State to bounce back in game two but however Jason Tatum did have 13 assists tonight despite him shooting bad and knowing that he's shooting bad at least he gave his teammates 13 opportunities to score and possibly the, and, and then think about the ones that missed but tonight was a night for Al Horford 26 points 9 of 12 from the field he hit 6 of 8 from 3 Al Horford turned into Ray Allen tonight he, he turned into Mike Miller in the NBA Finals tonight and Horford has had a very good playoffs. This is probably the best playoffs he ever played in his entire career. And I like basketball players that play like they wanted, that play at that that take their game to the next level when it gets tough. And Horford, you know, even though in the Miami series he wasn't as effective in this series, he he looks like a monster out there. Um, Jalen Brown, he showed up tonight, 24.7 rebounds, 5 assists. He hit some big shots. He didn't shoot it particularly well. But 
Marcus Smart actually did good tonight. He actually didn't sell. He did. He hit all his shots. I don't know. Maybe he he worked on some shooting drills or something because he was seven eleven seven of eleven from the field, four of seven from three. 18 points. Pretty great night. And another person that had a great night who has also had a great playoffs. And you could see why Boston went and picked him up. They seen glimpses of this dude's potential on the San Antonio Spurs. But he was buried under multiple guards in San Antonio. When a team that desperately needed a, a point guard... Derek White has come to Boston and been clutch the entire playoffs. He hit some big shots. He made some key passes. He just, no matter how far, no matter how far Boston fell down, Derek White brought them back into the game. He was 6 of 11, 5 of 8 from 3. Look at all the three-pointers that Boston hit tonight. He and White had 21 points. These motherfuckers hit 21 threes, y'all. 40, 21 of 41, 51% from three. That is incredible. Like, Boston... In that fourth quarter, they took it to the next level. They did, from top to bottom. Like They outscored Golden State 40-16. to 16. Wow. And... It's just a great example of momentum shifting. That happens a lot in in a lot of uh, playoff series where the momentum can shift one way and it'll never come back and the pendulum will never swing the other direction ever again. And this game was a perfect example of it. The question is, where did it go wrong? Well, I mean, like I said, I felt like Steph Curry should have played at least 42 to 44 minutes. That's on who? Steve Kerr. Now, I'm not blaming Steve Kerr 100%. I'm blaming him a good 35%. Um, On the Golden State Warriors side of things, uh, Andrew Wiggins, 20 points. Clay Thompson, 15 points. I mean, Draymond Green, 2 of 12, 0 of 4. Four points. That's unacceptable. Draymond Green shouldn't be attempting 12 shots anyway and shooting four three-pointers. And he fouled out of the game on top of that. Wow. Um, Steph Curry, 34 points, 12 of 25 from the field, 7 of 14 from three, five assists, 
I mean, Curry did everything he possibly could. But in that fourth quarter, Steph got no help from nobody else. And the shots started going off. A lot of people criticize Steve Kerr for playing Andre Iguodala today. I don't understand that. Now, one thing I could... One thing I could say is Gary Payton Jr. should have played today. And maybe, just maybe, Jonathan Kaminga could have got some clock out there. I know Otto Porter was hot today. He was 4 or 5 from 3. But I feel like Kaminga should have got more clock than 48 seconds. Jordan Poole was not effective tonight. Two of seven, only nine points. That's not going to cut it. He got to average 15 to 18 points per game in this series if Golden State's going to even have a chance of beating Boston. Now, lucky for them, game two is back in Golden State, and I definitely expect them to bounce back. My thoughts on game one is simple. Boston shocked the hell out of the world. Because nobody expected that. And that's what makes the NBA the NBA. That's what makes series, series. And one thing I did learn about Steph Curry is he still got it. He still got it. You know, I had thought maybe that Steph had lost a step a little bit. Not necessarily like fell out of the top 10, but... You know, but he looks like the Curry of old. But this is one of those games that Golden State just let slip right through their fingers. And they stopped making smart plays. It was just so many things that went wrong tonight. Draymond Green fouling out. Poole not showing up. And Steph Curry not getting enough minutes. Like, Clay Thompson played more minutes than Steph Curry. Jason Tatum sold in this game. And this was a game, you know, I had said about Boston that if you could shut down one of them, then you have a great shot in winning the game. They did that and, and lost by 12 at home. Golden State needs to get their shit together very quick because this is a very hungry Boston team. They won't hesitate to win this series, despite me picking against them and going with experience. But all in all, game and two should game two should be interesting. Now, before I go, I heard a crazy rumor that a Ben Simmons and Rudy Gobert trade could be discussed. 
could be discussed, not necessarily being discussed, not in the process of happening, but it's a possibility that it could be talked about. In my personal opinion, I mean, what does the Nets have to lose here? I mean, you got a nigga that didn't even suit the fuck up at all. Utah dumps a unnecessary $30 million contract for another unnecessary $30 million contract. I mean, Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell would be interesting to watch if Ben Simmons decides to ever play. I mean, you got a guy that went up to your office who's not even a top 25 player that marched up there and said, um, it's either me or Donovan. So... I mean, the move would work out well for the Nets. Not necessarily for the Jazz unless they get some picks in return. They're not going to get any good picks. But I think that will be an interesting trade. I mean, not for Utah, though. I mean, Utah is at the point where I think that they should break that team up. And putting Ben Simmons over there would definitely help with the breakup of the Utah Jazz. Now, putting him on the Nets, it definitely gives them an inside presence, a better inside presence than Andre Drummond is. Drummond's a a, a backup. I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. Drummond is a backup in this league. He's better as a backup because he can come off the bench and get you 15 and 10. But other than that, this is King Known Uncensored, a very short King Known Uncensored, by the way. This is game one of the NBA Finals, and I'm out.